Hey, it's Maggie. I can't get to my phone right now. You know what to do. Dude, Maggie, I have something to tell you. You gotta call me back. We need to go to Canada just for the loonies and toonies. So what I learned from that is <laughs> I don't really fit in with this world. <laughs> <laughs> me get along with anyone I talk to? <laughs> Crazy. I feel exposed. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this was a little too much for the podcast. I just don't like the word condescending. Yeah, I like to use the word passionate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not condescending. I just... I'm informative. I'm just right. <laughs> I am still sorry, but that's your fault. <laughs> hey, it's Maggie. And Tia. And this, this is, is Call Your BFF. We're back in person. Whoop, whoop. Up in Green Bay. Where it's cold. And if it sounds like we've been hanging out at a cigar lounge all night. <laughs> we're actually at John and Becky's. <laughs> our parents got together and we stayed up until three in the morning. And we haven't done that since college. And we were sober. Yeah, we were sober. I think we got, what, mm. four hours of sleep? I think my whoop said four and a half. Yeah. yeah. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, please go to bed. It's like, um, we are not active to society quite yet. <laughs> but... Since I've made the trek three whole hours north to the Green Bay. Yes. I feel like I'm in Canada. A. So our country of the week is Canada. Oh, Canada. Which we were just looking at had, what was it, 11? I think 11 downloads. Mm-hmm. So. We're getting big up there. I think we have some Canada fans. Don't you know there, eh? I wonder who they are. I don't know a lot of Canadians. I don't think I know any Canadians. But then again, I don't know anybody um, that lives in India or... <laughs> Or literally anywhere, anywhere but the U.S. Yeah. Um, the only person I know from Canada, and I can't think of her, Christine St. Clair, who's like world famous soccer player. Oh, maybe it's her. Oh my gosh, Christine, if it's you, I love you. <laughs> if it's you. If it's you and you're listening, phenomenal career. Keep it up. So our fun facts are Quebec is the only walled city in North America. And look at this walled. picture. Like, that looks so pretty. Now I want to go to Quebec. We got to go from wall to wall. Um, yeah, Canada is the continent's, the continent's only walled city. That's so weird. North of Mexico, that is. But yes, hmm. Quebec City walls were built in the 17th century. Then when British forces captured the city, they made the walls even better. Good They're for pretty them. well preserved and today are a... You, UNESCO World Heritage Site. Oh, I've definitely seen oh. that before. I bet you they have a cool museum. Yeah. Okay, now I want to go to Quebec. Okay, yep. fine. I'll get my passport. Twisting my arm, Canada. Yeah. Wait, you don't have a passport? No. Oh my god. I don't, because I've never, we've never gone out of the country, but then like Dude. in college, my mom was like, you need to get one. And I was just dragging my heels. Yeah. And she, like every, every year now, her and Tyler are now getting on me. They're like, you need a passport. You need a passport. And he'll be like, Oh, I really want to go to this thing, but you don't have a passport. <laughs> and I've threatened them. We said, if I, I leave passport? this country, I'm not coming back. <laughs> yeah. So pick a good country that you're not going to come back yeah. from. Yeah. Like, if I go to France, I'm staying. Au revoir. Yeah. Okay. Like fun it. fact number two. One of the most fun facts about Canada is this one. So we found a good one. Ooh. First off, there's the loony, which is a $1 Canadian coin. We get this one because on one side of the coin, there's a depiction of a loon. That's a duck-type mm. thing, a waterfowl. If They're very pretty. Then there's the toonie, which <laughs> we get less. It's a $2 coin. Two so loons? we guess it's toonie, 
like T-W-O-N-I-E, a pun of the highest degree. I love it. Looney and Toonie. We need to go to Canada just for the loonies and toonies. And they have little ducks on them. Oh, that's what a loon looks like. So cute. The club team that I coach for, their mascot is the loons. (laughs) Looney and Toonie. Looney and Toonie. It kind of reminds me of like Looney Tunes. A perfect pun. I love it. Another random one is Hawaiian pizza was actually invented by a name or by a man from Ontario, not actually Hawaii. Wow. It's crazy. Now, is this the one that has barbecue sauce and what's it? Pork and pineapple. Yeah. My favorite. I love that. I love pineapple on pizza. Me too. (laughs) Now I'm hungry. Yeah. That is definitely a hot take, I feel like, because most people don't. True. We love a good hot take, though. But yeah. And then the other one I thought was really interesting. Well, actually, there's two I think that are interesting. But Canada only got its own flag 100 years after becoming a country on February 15th of 1965. So just last week. Mm. Uh, But many, 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 many (laughs) moons ago. Just last week. Brand new. (laughs) Newsflash, Canada has a flag. (laughs) And my favorite one, because I feel like in Wisconsin, we definitely make fun of Canadian accents a lot. Um, the famous Canadian interjection, A, is actually listed in the Canadian Oxford Dictionary as a valid word. Don't you know there? Don't you know? Don't you know there, right? <laughs> so we love, love you, Canada. We love Canada. And hopefully you keep listening. Oh, Canada. I love when you go to a hockey game and they play both. Yes. I just love that. That is really fun. cool. Maggie and I decided that we have big personalities and we just wanted <laughs> to know even more about mm. our personalities. So we took the 16 personalities questionnaire to really yes. learn the nitty gritty of who is Maggie Ficus and who is Tia Irish. Which is kind of funny, too, because this was, what, 10 minutes for a te- like to take the test yeah, on that. that. It was super and quick. And it spit out, like, I don't know, 18 pages worth of results. Yes. And it was free. And it was free. And I actually took this personality test when I was in grad school. So I knew about, like the first four letters but they must have recently added the um fifth letter yeah i that's really interesting didn't know about that one because we have like some similarities and some differences with our personality types yeah so also for those that want to take the 16 personalities test there's super cute like illustrations yeah and they're like badass (laughs) because mine looks like a warrior and mine looks like a fairy. Yes. <laughs> Do you want to go yours first and, wa- and sure. walk through yours? Sure. So mine is, I am an ENFJ. Oh, what's the dash one? Because it says the difference between A and T. I think yours was an A. I was an A. Oh, yeah, you're the T. Yeah. Okay. So I'm an ENFJ dash A. So that means, I'm going to talk about what they are. So they told me I'm a protagonist. So I'm aspiring optimist, readily taking action to do what feels right, which accurate. The E stands for extroverted, as we all know. As we know. Um, the next one is I'm more intuitive, which is the N. So intuitive individuals are very imaginative, open-minded, and curious, and value originality and focus on hidden meetings and distant possibilities. Ooh. So I'm very brainy. And then I'm definitely more of a feelings gal, which we know I cry like every day. So it makes sense that I place a lot of emotional value in expressing insensitivity, empathy, social harmony, and cooperation. 
And then I am more judging, which means I'm more decisive, thorough, and highly organized. I don't know about decisive for myself, but I am very organized. But I like predictability and structure, which is very true. And then the new part that they added, like the A or the T, A is assertive. So it says that I'm self-assured, even-tempered, and resistant to stress. Uh, <laughs> maybe. Questionable. <laughs> Questionable. You you kind of are, though. I think it depends. You handle it well. I try. Well, I cry. You cry. I cry. But you also have, like, the world's, t- like, toughest pain tolerance more than anybody that I That is know. so true. <laughs> it takes a lot for me to be in pain. Mm-hmm. Like, even, like, all last year when I had all my stomach stuff, like, I went to work, like, all the time. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like I'm going to die. Well, and you would, like, what? what's your pain on a scale of 1 to 10? And you'd be like, ah, uh, yeah, it's like an 8 or a 9 and just sitting there completely yeah. fine. So, like, every time I go to the ER, which I haven't gone in a while, thank God, knock on wood. <laughs> but the last time I went was when I had my ovarian cyst. Yeah. And I was in so much pain. Like, I, like, had sharpshooting pains all the way through my body. Like, I couldn't move. It was so uncomfortable. And... Um, my mom's cousin is a nurse and she used to work in the ER, but switched um, to whatever thing she's doing now. But like, I came to visit us and she's like, you look fine. Yeah. I was like, I feel I'm like fucking so shit. <laughs> like, I'm going to die. Like, take out all of my organs. I want to lose weight. Get them all out. <laughs> I don't need them. And I think that's like so many times where doctors like don't take me seriously because I look fine. But yeah. like on the inside, I'm just like, I'm going to die. Yeah. And then they told me that I just need to take Tylenol and call it a day. And I was like give me the drip like i need i need some morphine or something in there and i need surgery now pronto cut it out i don't want it (laughs) so that one i guess that's true i do have a very very yeah high pain tolerance but it talks a lot about as i read through it um it obviously talks about the outgoing piece which i definitely am super outgoing um, strive to have a positive impact on other people in the world around them, aka therapy to you. Yeah. Does make sense. Duh. <laughs> Duh. Um, I don't shy away from opportunity to do the right thing, even when doing so is far from easy. I do have a very good moral compass. Yeah. And I suck at lying, so that adds, that tracks. Uh, it says that they're born leaders and are among many notable politicians. <laughs> <laughs> coaches and teachers <laughs> okay those those last two i like the last two politician no thank you but we did say we were going to be president so yes. maybe this actually yeah. is telling us that we really do need to run for president maggie um it also talks about i inspire to not only like do well in my career but like within my like daily like friendships and relationships and i find a deep sense of joy and fulfillment with being around people and talking to people and watching like my friends and loved ones grow into their best selves. Emphasis on the talking to people one. Yep. <laughs> Yesterday. <laughs> All we did was talk. Being around people, talking about, yeah, it doesn't sound like to you. No, never. <laughs> I just sit in the corner. Um, what else does it really talk about? Oh, there's just like so much information. I know. On this and like not a lot of it really surprised me, honestly. Like it talks about two... Um, that my secret weapon is their purity of intent. So like being very like well-spoken and being good at like sharing my emotions and my desires. And I don't want to ever like manipulate or overpower people, but like really create like a sense of equality and like yeah, um, teamwork, which I'm like, yeah. It's kind of crazy how like realistic these can be. Oh my God. Yeah. And there's like so much research that um, 
whoever made this, I can't remember who it is, um, when I learned about it in grad school, but they put like so much time and effort and just like qualitative research to like right. really see like all these different personality types. But yeah, there's so much. I forget. Well, what did the J stand for? Judging. Judging. Okay. Mm-hmm. I guess, yeah, go through yours really quick. Okay. Yeah. So mine was INFPT. So I R-E-S-P-E? was. Yeah. I was, I was introverted, intuitive, mm-hmm. feeling, prospecting, and then turbulent. So is the only one we have the same as feeling? Um, I think we had, cause well, the second, the N one. Was oh yeah. We do have the e at the end. So that's the, oh, intuitive. Intuitive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that checks out. Yeah. yeah this, this makes sense. <laughs> so it says, although they may seem quiet or unassuming, people with the INFP personality type have vibrant, passionate inner lives, creative and imaginative. They happily lose themselves in daydreams, invest, inventing all sorts of stories and conversations in their mind. <laughs> INFPs are known for their sensitivity. These personalities can have profound emotional response to music, art, nature, and people around them. They are known to be extremely sentimental and nostalgic, often holding on to special keepsakes and memorabilia that brighten their days and fill their hearts with joy. Yeah. All of that. <laughs> yep, yep. All the above. Idealistic and empathetic people with the INFP personality type long for deep, soulful relationships. Why, well, I have to you. Yep. <laughs> and they feel called to help others. Due to the fast-paced and competitive nature of society, they may sometimes feel lonely or invisible, adrift in a world that doesn't seem to appreciate the traits that make them unique. Yet it is precisely because INFPs brim with such rich sensitivity and profound creativity that they possess a unique potential to connect deeply and initiate positive change. So what I learned from that is... (laughs) um, You're amazing. (laughs) I'm the best human on the planet. What I learned from that is I don't really fit in with this world. (laughs) It it moves too fast. So where do we need to move is what I'm hearing. There's other people don't appreciate art. (laughs) Don't like it here. (laughs) I don't want to be here. Uh, I love that though. Because that does speak to you so well. And like I think about your business and how you literally are encapsulating every category Mm -hmm. with your work. Well, and, and that's kind of funny that both of our career choices came out in mm-hmm. these tests of like, similarly, we both have that like intuitiveness and the feeling. Yeah. But like on separate like spectrums right. of like science and art. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting. But I think it is really cool because even like when I think back to like when I was in high school, there was no therapy was not on my radar at all. Like I didn't even really yeah. know what that was. Like we had like school counselors. But I just knew I wanted to help people, which is very on par mm-hmm. with this too. Yeah, now I just want all my friends to take this so I can yeah. see everybody and I know. judge you. Should we do the friendship one? Yeah, I was going to say what other... Yeah, or should we do strengths and weaknesses first? I feel like that oh, yeah. actually... What are some of your strengths? So my strengths were empathetic, generous, open-minded, creative, passionate, and idealistic. Which is kind of scary because there was only like 40 questions in this yeah. test. And then it's like, <laughs> yes, this is it. Like, yeah, all that's pretty true. So mine were receptive, reliable, passionate like Maggie, altruistic. Oh. Which was it? What does that mean? Harboring a deep desire to be a force for positive change in both their personal lives and their professional pursuits. Their unwavering inclination toward fairness often compels people with this personality type to advocate for those who are unable to do so for themselves. Oh, wow. Therapy. Yeah, therapy. Wow, straight up. Cool. I like that one. 
And then charismatic. Never. No. <laughs> what? We get along with anyone I talk to. Crazy. Man, these are so spot on. They are. I really I was like just them. reading that creative one on Yeah, what does that too. one say? And it says, these personalities love to see things from an unconventional perspective. Mm -hmm. Few things give them more pleasure than allowing their mind to wander through all sorts of ideas and possibilities and daydreams. It's no wonder that they are drawn to creative pursuits or that this personality type is well represented among writers and artists. And I think that's so, like, there's so much of what I do in, like, life that I'm, like, like, I find weird ways around stuff. Like, I always struggled in math with math problems. Okay. Because I would get the answer. But had no idea how. But, like, I have no idea how. And then I was like, share your work. I'm like, I have absolutely no how I do it at this. Like, it's just in my head. It just <laughs> hits head on desk. Yeah. <laughs> it just throws itself out. <laughs> but, yeah. That's... Well, that's also probably why our meme game is so strong. That's why our meme game is so strong. It's all Maggie. It's the creative. The creative beast. That's why we have so many followers. It's not like they <laughs> listen to us. It's the memes. Yeah, when people are like, oh, oh my gosh, like that's so many listens. I'm like, well, we're only at like eight, uh, 800 downloads, but like people like our memes. So <laughs> they do love the memes. What is your weaknesses picture? Um, mine is a person analyzing data. Uh, mine is so chaotic. Look at that. There's a house on fire, a person getting oh, chased God. by a dragon dog. <laughs> A person getting ran by a snake and then a person with a baby <laughs> with a sword. Sounds like my dreams. <laughs> Literally, dude, when I'm like stressed, my dreams, dreams wild. are wild. They are crazy. Okay, okay, let's see how similar these ones are. Okay. Our first ones are the same. Unrealistic. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, so it says, so I don't know if the they're explanations. The, they're different explanations. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so my unrealistic says... Many ENFJs put pressure on themselves to right every wrong that they encounter. Mm. But no matter how hard these personalities try, it just isn't realistic for them to solve all of the world's problems. If they aren't careful, they can spread themselves too thin and be left unable to help anyone. Damn, this is giving me so much insight. I'm going to have a lot to talk about when I'm in a therapy (laughs) session. Girl, I took my 16 personalities and I want to talk about all my weaknesses. How can I not do those things? I did this thing for fun for a podcast episode. (laughs) And now I'm hurt. (laughs) I hurt my own feelings. (laughs) (laughs) What does your unrealistic say? Mine says, nothing in the world is perfect and that can be a difficult truth for INFPs to accept. Truth. People with this personality type can be hopeless romantics with rose-colored vision on what their lives should be like. This can set them up for disappointment when reality inevitably falls short of their dreams. Yeah. Better not happen to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast. That's like cool like cool and interesting how like we have both of that, but yeah, how but from they're different so different perspectives. But like also yours is totally spot on and mine's totally spot yeah. on. Yeah. I feel exposed. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this was a little too much for the podcast. Uh, better okay. This is going to be the end of our podcast. Today. Yeah. We're going to go to therapy now. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. We're still here. Okay. So my next one was overly idealistic. Do you have no. that one at all? No, I do okay. not. Okay. So that one talks about tend to have clear ideas of what's right and what's wrong, and they often think that everyone shares their fundamental principles. Or at least that everyone should share these principles. So it can come as a genuine shock to ENFJs when people violate their core values, such as truth or justice. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And that's probably also why I'm super stubborn. Yeah. Yeah. That That one's one's interesting. I feel like these weaknesses are also strengths at the same time. 
because I think they like really hold on to like who we are as people. But if we let them overtake us, Mm -hmm. that's when it leads to that burnout and leads to us like being pissed off at the world. Yeah. Being mad at like people in our lives and things like that. But I think they also explain why they have like pissed off at the world tendencies. Yes. (laughs) Like that one is like, oh, you kind of like expect people should share your same principles. Yeah. And I totally see that. Yeah. hundred percent. What's your next one? Um, self-isolating, um, that I long to connect with others, but don't always know how. Hence, I can't answer a text (laughs) message to save my life. (laughs) Three to five business days. Three to five business days. Especially in new environments, they may be reluctant to put themselves out there in ways that would help them make new friends. Yeah, that's totally just like the introvert side. Yeah. For sure. That one makes a lot of sense. Yeah. My next one is condescending. Oh, yikes. That's a mean word. I know. I don't like that word. It's what a, a bitch. I know. What an <laughs> asshole. Jeez. People with this personality type enjoy teaching others, particularly about the causes and beliefs that matter so much to them. But at times, ENFJs attempt to enlighten others may come across as patronizing. Not the most effective strategy for persuading other people, unfortunately. I think that one really goes with the overly idealistic. Yeah. Like if someone's like, not hearing what I'm saying, I'm like, I'm going to tell Listen you. Listen to me. <laughs> and you are going to hear it and understand it and agree with it 1000%. Yeah. So I can definitely see that one. I just don't like the word condescending. Yeah, I like to use the word passionate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not condescending. I just. I'm informative. I'm just right. <laughs> I am. <laughs> but that one, I, that's accurate though. That's, that's a fair one. I hate it, but it's fair. <laughs> Uh, What's your next my one? next one was unfocused oh. um infp's imaginative introspective nature doesn't always lend itself to productivity many people with this personality type get frustrated by how difficult they find it to buckle down and get things done the problem isn't that they are incapable rather it's that they run into problems when they become so cut off in different ideas and ideals that they fail to commit to a course of action and that is just flat out rude because it's all true <laughs> When the first time I got oh unfocused, all I was of these like, ideas in my head, and right. I don't know how to do all of them. Well, I don't know. At first, I was like unfocused. I was like, I don't know if that's right, and I was like, because you do so much, yeah. But, but that's I can so see, spot on, yeah. Because there's so much like productivity, and I yes. I talk to Tyler about this all the time too. I'm like, there's so much like I have like creative brain. So and there's yes. days where I'm just like I don't stop going, and then there's other days where I'm like I need to just like lay on the couch for four hours. I need to be like my house because plant. I have nothing going on in my head. And yeah. he's like, you mean you can't work? And I'm like, well, I can't do the work that I'm supposed to be doing, which is like designing a logo. Like I don't have it in my head. Yes. <laughs> and then we made a podcast. Yeah. So then we made a <laughs> podcast, and now we have another job <laughs> <laughs> where Maggie does all of the work, and I just show up. <laughs> And I make her come fulfilled. drive all the way to Wisconsin just to record, yeah. actually. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I'm a pampered many, princess. <laughs> how many of these episodes are going to be um, recorded live with us right. together? Hopefully many. Yes. So my next one says intense. Mm-hmm. And true. yes, this one yeah. is very, very true. Very. When it comes to self-improvement, ENFJs are rarely short on energy or determination. But they may not recognize that not everyone shares these qualities. At times, these personalities may push others to make changes that they aren't ready for or simply aren't interested in making in the first place. I think of sports Yeah. when I think of this one. Because I know, like, so many of my teammates would tell me that I was not a fun teammate to be around. Yeah. Like, I wanted to win and I wanted to be competitive. And I, like, expected everyone to be that way. 
And as a coach, this one has been really hard for me because like the team that I have currently is just at a lower skill level. Yeah. And they're just there to have and you fun. Have higher expectations. Yeah. And I've really had to like be mindful and just be like, okay, not everyone is like you, Tia. Not everyone likes winning everything. And not everyone likes to be the best athlete they can be. Some people just like to kick a ball and run. Yeah. And that's okay. So that one's been really hard for me. And I think coaching has given me a new perspective. And then like I think about even like like not even my primary sports, like volleyball and basketball. Like my teammates hated me. <laughs> because they're just like Tia, like it's not that big of a deal. We're in freshman volleyball, we gotta win. Like, yeah. let's go, guys, like ah, all the time. A lot of people told me they hated me. And then after, like, outside of sports, they're like, oh, my God, you're so nice. Like, how are you so different? <laughs> you are very different. Yeah. I'm very nice when I'm not, like, wanting to win. And yeah, exactly. When it's a competition, all bets are off. But it's funny because you don't have that, like, competitive side to, like, life. Right. You know, like, yeah. not in, like, a bad way. But there's some people that are, like super competitive yeah. athletes and then they're also like competitive of like i need to make life. most money i need yeah, to like marry like, this dude, rich person chill. and yeah move to this big place and have the best things yeah i'm just like i don't give a fuck about that exactly <laughs> but it is really interesting how my intensity comes out in different ways but i even think like intensity with like friendships and relationships like if i like feel like i'm not getting my needs met like i'm like yeah bro my needs my needs you are suck right now <laughs> And I want you to be better. And sometimes, yeah. like, better looks different for both of us or whoever yeah. it is that I'm thinking about. But, yeah, I am very intense when it's yeah. when I'm feeling the passion. Definitely. All right, um, what's your next one? My next one was emotionally vulnerable. The emotional attunement of these personalities is among their greatest strengths. But unless they establish boundaries, they can be at risk of absorbing other people's negative moods and attitudes. <laughs> yep. Rude. <laughs> I'm always wrong. <laughs> Just kidding. You're always right. <laughs> Good job, 16 personalities. Yep. That's true. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I feel that one, though, too. Yeah. That's, I feel like, yeah. Which I think leads into my last weakness. Overly empathetic. Oh, man, I had two more. I know. You suck. <laughs> I suck. <laughs> I'm weak. Overly empathetic. I feel like that's very similar to like... I was going to say, my last three last are three. very similar. Yeah. I am very overly empathetic. And I think that sometimes is what leads my job to be more yeah. stressful because I just care so deeply for um, every single person it. I work with. Yeah. A lot of talking to like other therapists that I yeah. work with, just being like, yo, hear this that I heard today and... And then let's leave it with here. Them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's hard. It's super hard. My last two were too eager to please... Conflict tends to be stressful for INFPs who yearn for harmony and acceptance. When someone dislikes or disapproves them, these personalities may become fixated on trying to clear the air and change that person's mind. They might even take responsibility and apologize for things that are not their fault, and all in an effort to make sure they are in everyone's good graces. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I've like thought of like multiple situations yeah. in my head As where I'm like, like I think, why are you apologizing? I think like more so lately I've been trying to be less of that. But yeah. I think like it's my, hard. Um, especially with these tests, like they tell you like try and be as honest as possible. I was like, this isn't like what you wish you would do. It's what you would do. And yeah. that's one of those things. I was like, I will always be like, I'm so sorry that you punched me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm learning to be like, yeah, no, you were You're actually a bitch. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually on you. That hurt my face. I am still sorry, but that's your fault. <laughs> my last one was self-critical. Um, they believe in their unique potential and they desperately want to live up to it, but this can cause them to have unrealistic expectations for themselves. 
When these personalities fail to live up to these visions, they accuse themselves of being useless or selfish or woefully inadequate. Taken too far, this self-criticism can discourage them, leading them to give up on their dearest dreams. I feel like that one and the eager to please is like the same thing. Yeah, for sure. Feeling self-critical right now? Before going to the next session, scroll up to reread your strengths. Let them serve Aww. as a reminder of how much you can give to this world. That's cute. Thank you, little man. <laughs> yeah, they are all men. That's a little rude. That one kind of looks like a girl. Oh, that one does. Mine are all men. Right. Friendships, Friendships. are the best ships. <laughs> They're the best ships. <laughs> I love it. Do you want me to go or do you want me to go first? You can go first. Okay. All right. So connecting with others makes people with the ENFJ personality type feel alive and purposeful. Mm -hmm. It's no surprise then <laughs> that they're anything but apathetic about relation or friendships. Sincere, dedicated effort into staying close with their friends. Um, yeah, that's yes. why I send you guys memes yep. Very every day. Very, Very dedicated, I will say. <laughs> On the daily. <laughs> every day. Okay. Um, friendships are far from expendable or insignificant. Instead, they are a key component of a life well lived. I love the pictures everyone making s'mores. Oh, that's so cute. They're all men. <laughs> a wealth of perspectives. A few personality types can match ENFJ's sincere desire to get to know people. For these personalities, discovering someone's quirks and opinions and hopes and follies. Follies? I don't know what that hmm. is. But apparently I want to know it. Is <laughs> <laughs> one of the life's purest, purest, the, the purest pleasures. Most ENFJs can't help but be fascinated by other worldviews, even those with which they wholeheartedly disagree. Encountering a wealth of perspectives is what keeps life interesting for these types. Yeah. Yeah. I love learning about people. So like any that's probably why when I go to the stores and a random person starts yeah. talking to me, I'm like, Oh, I know this one lady loves WWE yeah. and she talked to me for like twenty minutes about her whole life. And I'm like, Okay, cool, like tell me more. Like I was very engaged in that conversation. <laughs> tell me more in the strawberry aisle. <laughs> <laughs> we were in the prescription aisle, actually, but same idea. But I, that's so true. I love learning about people and like meeting new people yeah. and I like that. Okay. Um Consequently, ENFJs surround themselves with all sorts of friends and acquaintances. In fact, they are the most likely personality type to have more than one friend group for different aspects of their lives. From work friends to gym buddies to partying companions, ENFJs love to relax and unwind by spending time with friends, diving into a good conversation, and getting to know what makes their friends tick. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah. And I was like, Tia wrote I, this, actually. <laughs> yeah, I, guys, I wrote this from the heart. We actually wrote autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> but that's been so true even since like high school. Yeah. I had like three friend groups. And yeah. like once I was like annoyed with one, I just went to the other one. <laughs> it was perfect. And I just yeah. got to hang out with people bop, all the time. Bop, bop, bop. Okay. Most ENFJ personalities find it difficult to respect anyone who takes shortcuts, disrespects others, or refuses to challenge the status quo. Mm. Instead, they find it easiest to connect with people who share their core ideals, particularly with commitment to doing the right thing and leaving the world better than they found it. It is with these closest friends that ENFJs truly open up, sharing their vulnerabilities and their most precious dreams for their lives. Yeah. True. I definitely like people who like you make don't the like world a better being place. around people that aren't moving forward in their life. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, let's go. Yeah. You're stuck. <laughs> we're not we're not working here. 
Um, ENFJ personalities, passion for altruism often leads them to extend their circle of influence beyond their immediate group, offering assistance to others within their network and creating opportunities where none existed. Mm. I like that. ENFJs can be among the best friends anyone could wish for. Kind-hearted, trustworthy, or, and trustworthy, people with this personality type dedicate incredible amounts of energy and attention to their friendships. They want their friends to feel not merely validated, but supported. Yeah, not we merely feel heard, but understood. We feel, we feel all of the love. <laughs> Literally. I speak on behalf of all of your friends. <laughs> we know that you love us. Yes. I'm glad. I'm doing it right. They can also be trusted to show up in ways both large and small, mm-hmm. whether by taking time after a grueling day at work to help a friend spruce up their resume or by putting together a weekend-long destination birthday party <laughs> for a friend who needs a boost. Nothing makes ENFJ personalities happier, happier than seeing the people they care about doing well and few things could stop them from trying to help make that happen. Yeah. Yep. Straight up. I love seeing my people thrive and do well and... I know, like, we'd live far away, but I would jump in my car that day if you needed me. And that's, like, for any of my friends. Um, It also says, from their closest friends to their wide circle of acquaintances, ENFJ personalities approach relationships with a sense of purpose, creating bonds that are not easily broken. Yeah. Yeah. 1,000%. Okay, I think this is the last section. Finding balance. Ooh, that's, like what i've been searching for yeah this is the answer this is it i'm gonna know everything now (laughs) i'm gonna be a genius while enfjs enjoy lending a helping hand they aren't always happy with the results true the truth is that some people don't have the energy or the drive to take full advantage of the offers to help or they simply might not want to for example their friend might ignore that resume advice or they might decide to kick back and relax instead of using that new resume to send out job applications (laughs) When this happens, people with the ENFJ personality type may feel unappreciated, frustrated, or resentful. They may even become become judgmental in an effort to push their friend forward, an approach that all too often backfires. Having a more flexible attitude can guide these types to support the people they can about even more effectively. As many ENFJs discover, the most enduring friendships are based not only on mutual growth, but also on acceptance, compassion, and genuine respect. I think that's so true. And, like, I think with, like, finding this balance, too, one thing that's, like, helped me is, like, asking, like, do you want me to help solve it or do you just want to talk about it? And that's helped me. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's super accurate. Yeah. I feel heard. I feel heard. I feel heard and understood. I know my answers. (laughs) (laughs) Mine says, uh, when it comes to their social life, uh, this personality type find them may find themselves caught in a web of contradictions uh we crave alone time but also are vulnerable to loneliness they feel to they long to feel accepted and well liked but they hate the idea of pretending to be anyone but their authentic self true Mm -hmm. and while these personalities hesitate to draw attention to themselves they don't want to be invisible either the good news is that in the company of true friends infps can escape the hamster wheel of these insecurities (laughs) and focus on what really matters for these personalities friendship is a precious commodity an opportunity for two people to lift each other up and change each other's lives for the better. They truly believe the old saying that a friend in need is a friend indeed. Few Aww. things bolster their sense of purpose like being there for somebody they care about. Aww, I like that. Perhaps because of their intense investment in these relationships, INFPs tend to feel most fulfilled by spending time with a small, intimate circle of friends. Mm-hmm. Quality trumps quantity for these sometimes shy personalities as they prefer relationships with depth where they can share their wildest hopes, dreams, and fears without having to worry about being judged. Acquaintances may come and go, but their inner circle 
likely includes some lifelong homies. We love Just a good homie. friends. No. <laughs> that would have been cool. And then searching for a kindred spirit. Ooh. Although I... Look, it's us. And they have no shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Although INFPs <laughs> are warm and accepting, they don't always find it easy to make friends. This may be because superficial, casual relationships can leave these personalities feeling empty. Oh, that's so true. Yeah. INFPs are looking for lasting, authentic friendships with people who share their desire to think and feel deeply, mm-hmm. to do the right thing, and to give more to the world than they take from it. Hey. Yeah. We're the same. We're the same. Um, that said, this type is capable of befriending all sorts of people. Um, the combination of intuitive and prospecting personality trait draws them to diverse perspective, which helps them appreciate friends whose experience and worldviews are totally different from their own. We were just talking about this. Yes, with, we like, literally were. Yeah. This morning, um, these personalities may find may actually find it invigorating to connect with someone who, on the surface, has little in common with them. Ooh, that's interesting. That is. Interesting. I do see that though, as I am yeah. very attracted to like just people that are different. somewhat different mm-hmm. than me, not like all the same people. Yeah, or like have different like life, I don't know, backgrounds. Yeah. Um, when I've INFPs befriend somebody, they may secretly or not so secretly <laughs> hope to stay close to that person for life. <laughs> Is that why you started the podcast? Are we best friends? Yeah. <laughs> These personalities are capable of strong, stable relationships marked by passionate support, subtle poetic wit, and a profound level Ooh. of emotional insight. Ooh. Ooh. Do I ever give you poetic wit? Oh, always. <laughs> Long-standing friendships tend to draw out less obvious aspects of this personality type, including a fierce protective streak. Yep. Mm. Many INFPs find they can stand up for their friends in ways that they'd struggle to manage for themselves. Why, I oughta. Yeah, so true. <laughs> Me literally on the phone with Tia. Like, yeah, you should just end this. <laughs> literally. <laughs> My voice of reason. Yeah. Although INFP personalities value their friendships, they also need personal space and alone time in order to recharge. Mm -hmm. At times, people with this personality type may withdraw from even their closest friends in order to reconnect with themselves and restore their energy, as introverts often do. Mm -hmm. These departures are usually temporary. Sometimes they last six months. (laughs) (laughs) But INFPs may may need to make sure their friends don't feel snubbed by their absence. All in all, navigating INFP friendships is deeply personal and emotionally enriching journey. Man, there's a lot. That is a lot. Well, that was that was fun. That, that was, was a really fun. good insight. To... I feel like I learned so much, and then yeah, you guys all learned so much about us, and you're probably if you made it this far. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> we appreciate you. <laughs> thanks for hanging out. Um, I looked up INFPs and people. Oh yeah, that's a very interesting list. I must say. I have Audrey Hepburn, Ooh. Heath Ledger. You dressed up as, uh, uh, as yeah. Aubrey or Audrey? Audrey Hepburn, Heath Ledger, Kurt Cobain, <laughs> John Lennon, Ooh. Johnny Depp, Tim Burton, Ooh. William Shakespeare, Edgar Allan Poe, what? J.R.R. Tolkien, who I think wrote The Hobbits, Yeah. Princess Diana, Ooh. Bob Marley, uh, Fred Rogers from... The neighborhood. Nice. Whatever his name yeah, was. Mr. Rogers. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Rogers. Andy Warhol and Robert Pattinson from Twilight. <laughs> nice. What a mix. So mine. Eclectic group. Very eclectic. I got Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> you get a personality. You get a personality. You get a personality. Barack Obama. Oh, wow. Reese Witherspoon. Dang. You're going to like this one. 
Snoop Dogg. All right, all right, all right. Oh. Matthew McConaughey. Wow. Yeah. Jennifer Close. Lawrence. Yeah. Um, Martin Luther King Jr., Ben Affleck, Emma Stone. I like her. And then Helena Bonham Carter. Do you know who that is? No. She plays Bellatrix in Harry Potter. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Drake. <laughs> Maya Angelou. Tupac. What a mix. R.I.P. We had quite the mix of people. We did. <laughs> when like you look at all those different people, you're like, mm, um, are you sure you're an ENFJ? Yeah. Are you sure? That was fun. I liked that one. Yeah. Now we know ourselves more, know our friendship more. Now everybody knows everything about us. Yep. So if you have any <laughs> tips or tricks or whatever for an yeah. ENFJ or in Actually, a... we, we just want you to take the test and tell yeah. us what your personality I-N-S-P. was. Because it would be fun. That would be. We can do like a, a poll. Yes. How many of our followers are each personality yeah. type? Yeah. Oh. Because there's like... I would love to know who had the same personality as me. Yeah. I think it's probably pretty... Nah. I would say it's probably pretty rare that your friends have the same one. You I would know? probably, because I feel like we like want different aspects that pull out yeah. different parts of us. Like, if we were both extroverted, we would literally would, never get anything this one, done. This wouldn't work This out. would not work. <laughs> it would not work. Or even, like, we both, or, like, one of us wasn't more emotional. Yeah. That would be hard, too. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So, yin and yang. Yin and yang. Let us know your... Your letters. Yes. If yeah. you want to take this, it's 16personalities.com. And .com. we're just doing this for shits and gigs. So, And we did yeah. shit and gigs. They, they, didn't, they didn't pay us for this. We, <laughs> we're, we're just having fun. But if they want to sponsor us. Yeah. But we really like the pictures. Yes. They're well, they're well illustrated. Well. Until next time. Until next time. Which is probably in like yeah, five minutes. We're going to start recording another episode in five minutes. But we'll see you next Friday. <laughs> Oh, <laughs>